If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's happening, friends? This is Podcast Unlocked, episode 398. In the wake of E3, it's June 18th, 2019. Ryan McCaffrey, Miranda Sanchez, Brandon Tyrell making his heroic hey. return after a month in schedule, E3 scheduling purgatory. Hello, it's nice to be Hi. back in the land of the living. And <laughs> thankfully here to run video, for the love of God, thank you, Destin Legary. Bam! Hey, everybody. Uh, good to see well, all you guys. We forgot to do the bams while Destin was gone. It's all right. We got Kumail Nanjiani. I that's think that's true. better than the BAM. No offense. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he was a very nice gentleman. He was great. I still don't know how that happened. How they were? Somebody just told me, hey, Kumail's going to be on Unlocked with you at E3. <laughs> like, cool. That's great. I don't know how we did that, but sure. Yeah. He's going to be in a movie, Stuber, which yes. actually I wanted to see anyway. I now watched, I want to see it more. <laughs> I watched the Red Band trailer. It's it, actually, it looks really good. So yeah. he is, he's in that. He's uh, voicing that little cool little alien in Men in Black International. Which maybe skip. And he's uh, <laughs> Silicon he's Valley. in Got Silicon Valley coming. Yeah. The final season is, final is coming season. up. Yeah. Well. So dude's red hot. Plus, obviously, you know. Kumail Nanjani. Big sick. So hot right now. He's <laughs> guy, yeah. It's uh, way too big for IGN. I'm not sure why he came on our show, but I'll oh, take it. No, Super we're filmmaker. good. We're good enough. It was kind of nice because, or it was very nice of him that he he had flown in from New York from the Men in Black event that they had. Yeah, we actually we actually covered that. Right Which is crazy because we had so, people flying to New yeah, York. Yeah, so we were, we had people there. It's like, oh hey, come to our other people to talk about video games now. Well, so he also great. had a, a month early premiere of. His movie, Stuber. Yeah. That's why he came to yes. LA also. Yeah. So it was yeah. free, Yeah, so uh, if out. you have not seen or listened to that episode, it is up. I The, the video was on YouTube. I tweeted it out last week. It, everything's frantic with E3, so it, it only just went to the, the audio feed of Unlocked yesterday, Monday. So uh, if you haven't caught up with that, it's it's short, unfortunately. You know, I apologize. It sort of God, is what it is. We're on a live schedule. So it was it's 30 minutes with a commercial break. So it was really only like a probably 27, 26-minute show. But uh, we kind of hit the, the headliner topics. So this week, I thought it would be good for us to get to the rest of Microsoft's Xbox E3 press conference because there was a lot in that 90 minutes. Uh, the general sentiment seemed to be m- most people seem to be disappointed. Not not that it was terrible, but they I think a lot most people were hoping for more of a of a big next gen push from Microsoft. Yeah, uh, or at least a first party me. push. Yeah, I wanted more next gen. It, yeah, it was all of us, and it was hard for them to live up after their last conference, which was excellent. Yeah, they did a great job last year with mm-hmm. the five five new studios and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of a lot of big games. The Halo Infinite reveal, yeah, Gears Five reveal. Yeah. This year, it felt like a reminder episode. Right, it's like <laughs> the in between. Like I think it was still great. They still shot a lot, a lot of really neat stuff. I'd but say it was. Good. I think for me it was great because I got to see <laughs> Spirit Fair, and now I know that I mean, game exists. I'm very I, excited for it. I, I'm I'm probably gonna catch some hate for this. I, I don't mean this in a you know just slanderous way, but. I actually thought E3 in general and really almost all of the press conferences were fine at best. I Ryan, thought that's I, what everybody thought. I thought a few of them. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the, we're in a this is a hobby. It's, a, it's yeah. an enthusiast hobby. 
I'm not trying to knock the work of these people that work super hard to put these crazy events. I know, I know, like, I have a little window into what goes into making these press conferences, and it's, it's months and months of crazy yeah. work. So I don't want to just, like, spit on that. And so it was, it was weak. But, you know, it, I thought everybody kind of it just this whole year felt like a weird just just like uh, just everybody like staring at their watches like yeah. 2020. Mm-hmm. That's yet? what it is. Yeah. I think it's a transition year. Right. Like, oh, this sure. is a year before we get the last big games for this console generation and the next console generation mm-hmm. kicks off in earnest and then you'll get those cross generational games. The Last of Us 2, I'm sure, is coming out on PS4, but it also come out on PS5, and Halo Infinite will likely be the same. So, yeah, it felt like this is a very much hurry-up-and-wait year. Yeah. Know? Weird's a, a really good way of putting it. Even the show floor, I tweeted something like, E3 just feels empty. Yeah. And I mean that... Yeah, you slacked me that, yeah. and I was like, what do you mean? I mean that literally, like, there were fewer people on the mm. show floor. They said only 3,000 fewer people attended E3 this year, but it if you were there, like, yeah. it yeah. felt like a ghost town. Yeah. Uh, comparatively year over year pardon unless you were by the nintendo booth and that's its own yeah well one whole hall was like nintendo and GameSpot had a booth over there and that was like that's the hall i spent the most time in yeah i was funny i was just i was just gonna say that that's the west hall i actually i guess i guess for the first time in the 16 e3s i've gone to i didn't even set foot in the west hall this wow i no sony no microsoft sorry microsoft's (laughs) off-site I unfortunately wasn't able to get in. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. To get yeah. into Nintendo this year, um, but so yeah, I just I tried. Okay, I tried. <laughs> I was barely in South Hall. I saw Avengers over there, which yeah. was another game that was kind of uh, maybe not disappointing, but yeah. just like I wanted to like it more and I, didn't. Oh, I could but, go on a rant. Um, yeah, I thought that was one of the bigger surprises of E3 was that it was bad. The Marvel's Avengers <laughs> game that has been in development for three years since the last. Well, since since Rise of the Tomb Raider, so yeah, twenty four years, I guess three uh, and a half. What a lukewarm like presentation! Like oh, what a lukewarm. Their character arrival. models are really, really rough. I think that was just a common theme throughout a lot of these things: is that the reveals for a lot of these really major games just didn't feel satisfactory. Yeah, I think maybe the best reveal was like the Breath of the Wild sequel. Oh yeah, I, I think that was the best. Let's show something, and yep. then the Halo Infinite trailer was really good as well. Halo was great. Uh, that was mm-hmm. yeah. I think those were kind of the yeah, key standouts uh, as far Avengers, as Avengers. I even I, I agree with the yeah the the, the the it just it looked like it looked like it looks- Batman Arkham combat just four different ways, and and I think okay, and what you got, I you get to actually see it right. I yeah I saw the actual game uh, running on PS4. I, 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 I pres- one. presumably PS4 Pro, but mm-hmm. it was. I got the sense, so at the very, they, they basically showed a, the playable version of what the announce thing was at the Square Enix conference. Hmm. And then at the end, there was this quick, like, sizzle of stuff from later in the game. Like, they just flashed to quick cuts of a bunch of different environments. And, mm-hmm. and like, that looked interesting. I, I think what may end up, what history may end up showing with Avengers at least I'm, this is my optimistic take on it, is that in hindsight, they they showed... I'm guessing that what they showed was the beginning of the game, yeah. like a tutorial, yeah. and that's Ab- just... No, that's absolutely what it is. It, and it was. And nobody and wants to play that. Probably because it's the most done, yeah. like mm-hmm. the most thing that they could show that would that would sort of show... You know, I'm sure they had their reasons, but I think in hindsight, they'll that was probably not a good way to unveil that game, for that to mm-hmm. be the first thing that for- people saw. For me, it feels like a uh, early 2000 movie tie-in video game. That's what mm-hmm. it felt like watching it. The frame rate was sub 30. Well, come on, it's not. It's not. Coming it's out early, for, and for that's like why they months. didn't show it. Yeah. That's why they didn't show it. But even the combat looks like a poor man's God of War, and I don't know why. I, I agree with that. Yeah, like that's what I was ev- everything looks like a watered-down version of what was an excellent game. Like Anthem's flying. You have a flying section with Iron Man. You know, oh, Anthem's yeah. a, not a good example. It has its issues, but, it has, but, but it's no, flying. It's flying. Great. It is yeah. a good example. Good. Anthem's yeah. flying is fantastic, and it's probably yeah. the best part of that game. Yeah, so there's a scene where, like, Iron Man flies around, but you're just on rails. You're, like, on yeah. rails flying mm-hmm. as Iron Man. Which is insane animes. to me, because I think mm-hmm. there was an Iron Man game on the PS2, mm-hmm. right? There was. That had free-flying, and it, I remember it being fine. Like, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Anthem yeah. as well. So that could have been a section. The... the 
you know, uh, Thor sections look like a poor man's Kratos, right? Best way to describe it. You can throw your hammer, your hammer comes back. It looks like they're trying to emulate that feeling of Kratos, and he's de- he's like delivering cheesy one-liners the whole time. Yeah, I yeah. I, I thought the dialogue was bad, and uh, in in what they showed, and also, I here's another. I people may not agree with me on, th- on this at all, but when they when they made a, a thing of like the the voice actors for the for the oh, Avengers yeah. are all the literal t- same voice actors that are in every game. Like, yes, they're talented. Nolan North and Troy Baker and Laura Bailey and Travis Willingham. Yeah, and it's just like re- they're in every. Are there? Is there no one else in Hollywood that can? That that are are there no other talented voice actors? Like, and so yeah, I was just hearing, just like because none of them were. They were just playing themselves. Mm. They're, it's like it's just well here's. It's Nolan North. Here's here's Nathan Drake. I, I'm interested in, in an Iron Man suit. Troy Baker is going to be the Hulk, so I'm curious to see kind of what what he puts on that. And I know they're talented, and they have they're extremely. T- but it's just like I didn't see. It just seemed like they were just being them. And I was mm-hmm. like, really? Like, come on. They're the, the <laughs> roster of good voice actors is longer than five names long in this industry. Mm-hmm. Well, He's, Thor wasn't being himself. He was being this weird, campy version of Thor. You know, well, we got the no, we I, got I, we got the excellent Chris. Chris Hemsworth, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, who played Thor in the movies. And he just nailed like that tone. Oh, yeah. And then to get, you know, this version of it, it's weird to see the direction That's he such went a hard the character. thing, too, that I've heard everyone talk about is mm-hmm. to your point about how jarring it is to come off like Avengers Endgame and everything yeah. and then see mm-hmm. this. And like these characters are written a little differently. Obviously, they're presented differently. Sure. They don't look like the actors we know, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people have those like, different expectations. You know what I'm excited about? What? The game that's coming to the Switch, the Ultimate oh, the Witch oh, Avengers. Marvel Alliance. Ultimate Alliance 3. Yeah, that yeah. looks good. That is a unique take, and I wish they would have sort of leaned into that. Like, here is our version of the Avengers, and maybe that's what they're doing. But the character models look good on the Switch. They look kind of like the comic book characters. This is like some weird middle ground in between what the Avengers were and whatever take they're trying to do. Right. And they don't really go either way. So there's this weird uncanny valley reality that yeah. we're getting. <laughs> and they refuse to change yeah, the character I mean, models. Black, I'm sorry, but Black Widow looks the worst. She looks, you know what's funny? She looks, looks like, like a cube. She looks like Colby Smulders from The Avengers who, and also How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. But it's funny that she looks like an actress who played a bit part in the series that this, <laughs> these characters are based off of. Yeah, and like I'm like, why didn't you model her after the voice actress if you're going to go this route? Yeah. It, it's just, it's really a weird case study in why they decided to design the game this way to me. And uh, I'm surprised more people, people seem to be reacting positively to this. So I'm happy to hear really? that. Really? I felt, like the, I felt like the overall crazy. sentiment was pretty lukewarm. Like, I, I was not mm. the only one in the, I think everybody was kind of, yeah. at least in our circle, in in, in the IGN well, it wasn't. Room. It wasn't yeah. just IGN. I mean, I was, the internet too, I yeah. was seeing a lot of headlines like, Marvel's Avengers is out, and it's weird. <laughs> I posted a tweet. I cut everything out of the trailer that I thought might be gameplay, and I said, here's 22 seconds of what may or may not be gameplay, and for some reason it blew up. Like the every people want to know what that game is. Like we yeah. don't know. We just got like a cinematic mm-hmm. that that I was it. super disappointed in that reveal also. And right? yeah, it didn't mm-hmm. like cuz to your point like, again, it looked like gameplay but we're mm-hmm. not sure. Yeah. And, so and it was. Kind of a, and Turned out it was. Yeah. So I think it, that people were just looking for that clarity yeah. and like making right. sure like a gut check kind of thing. Yeah. So the anyway. responses to that were yeah. positive. A lot of people were mm-hmm. like the gameplay looks decent. Now if they get that frame rate locked on 30 okay, you might have something there. And uh, Captain America looked the best out of them all. He had that Batman Arkham, Arkham yeah. Asylum style combat. It actually looked decent. You know, he throws his shield at ping pang off of... Ping like, pang? Ping pang, bam. I don't know. <laughs> Zip, boom, gosh. Zip, pow. Uh, like, it hits all the, the characters and bounces back to him. And yeah, uh, yeah I liked him and I liked the Hulk. Okay. Uh, everybody else was sort of like uh, Black Widow. Yeah, She's I, a poor man's Tomb Raider. I just want to see. Yeah. I want to see what this game looks like outside of what, again, what I interpret to be a tutorial mission. Yeah. yeah. Before all the right big stuff goes down and then the the game starts proper. Because yeah, I just thought that was. I mean, I know when you buy the game, that's going to be the first thing you see. So yeah. it is fair to judge it in that context. But I think for trying to get people excited about this game, that's. I mean, this has been one of the 
biggest open secrets mm-hmm. in the industry for years. Yeah, for years. Years. Well, that's and, what happens when you release a teaser trailer two years before you reveal the game, right? Everyone's like, oh, it's in the back of people's minds. Right. Yeah, they um, announced and, it. Like, And I think that works to build hype and expectations. And if it delivers, that's great. But if it doesn't deliver, like we saw with Marvel's Avengers, mm-hmm. was that a great move? Right, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, uh, it, has the, it has the propensity to go both ways. <laughs> I can get over the character models if the story is excellent. That one scene that they showed with the two talking to each other, and I know they've been in like everything, but there is actually an emotional moment there between Bruce Banner and Tony Stark. And if they're able to nail it in the voice acting respect, I can forgive most things if they tell a compelling Avengers story. Yeah. So that's that's one you know ray of hope that I have for the game. I want it to be good. Oh, sorry, I, I'm just like know, shaking my head. I love comic book games. I don't care about the Avengers at all. Yeah. Well, I go see it. They're popcorn flicks. Mm-hmm. I like I like Chris Hemsworth. He's a great actor. He's also very attractive. Is he your favorite of the Chris's? Yeah. No. Everyone has a favorite. <laughs> yeah. And so like that's kind of that's it's like this had to hit it out of the park for me to be interesting because I mm-hmm. I don't care about the Avengers as a property like I it's a yeah. popcorn flick see it once I'm good I mean I um and, and so like so, it not being a killer thing and uh, which is a little bit of a letdown because I really like Crystal Dynamics mm-hmm. is just a little uh, all right yeah we'll see what I do later. I do appreciate that they made it explicitly clear that there is a full single player campaign yeah. and then there's the seemingly Destiny style like ongoing four-player yeah. adventures that you, you could do. So. You can't play the campaign in multiplayer. Right. The campaign is... <clears throat> excuse me. Campaign is single You're player. a little rusty. You haven't been on in a while. <laughs> yeah, what does this thing do? That's, that's good, but though. Yeah, so I like that. So, yeah, it's... You know, it's... Uh, you never get a second chance to make a first impression, right. but it's mm. not the be-all, end-all oh. of the game in any way, shape, or form. So, uh, all right, let's actually do what we came here to do, which is talk about the Xbox conference <laughs> specifically, <laughs> so rather much. than the end of the Square Enix conference. That was a long um, But yeah, so let's start. I just sort of, I went back to my notes that I took as the conference was happening. So these are mostly just in order of, of how things happened. Sweet. Uh, I skipped over certain parts like the idea at Xbox, like sizzle reel, but um, first up, Bleeding Edge. Outer mm. Worlds. Well, that's th- third that party. That was first. Yeah, it's third party. Oh, I'm, I'm really to, excited. I'm about trying to focus all right, more all right, on all right, all right. generally first party stuff. Bleeding but, Edge. Well, but okay, well, then let's, yeah. let's talk real quick about Outer Worlds. I'm Outer really excited Worlds. about it. I didn't get to play it, Brandon. Uh, I didn't no, 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 one, no one got to, got play, to play it, Destin. Uh, so I ran into the guys that run PR, and uh, they said they stopped doing demos for the day. I missed that, and I missed Call of Duty, so I can't talk about those two. But uh, did any of you guys get to see it? I, really I had to hear your I, thoughts. So I had you on Outer Worlds, and we had to pull you so you could play Borderlands for two hours. <laughs> Aww. Good. Well, Borderlands. I, Borderlands is great. So I had the I had the the E3 judges week demo of mm-hmm. Outer Worlds, but I'm not sure what I'm it was the exact allowed. Thing. It was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, okay, so, all right. Well, except they played, right, on the, like, just somebody, it was just a guided demo. I don't know if the demo was was a live demo or pre-recorded, maybe. You, I wasn't in you it. You weren't in there? Okay, you no one know. was in there. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't playable by us at the Correct. show, right? No yeah, one so went hands-on without Outer What I saw uh, was so good. And I mean, oh, wow. so good. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, and again, this is going to get taken the wrong way. But the the, the easiest like Twitter friendly way to say this uh, is uh, it's Fallout without the bullshit. It's and uh, how's that going to be taken the wrong way? That's what everybody wants. I know, but I just I don't, again, I'm not trying to. I mean, Fallout seventy six is like the whipping boy right now, and I'm oh, okay. I'm not trying to direct this. Got it. Got I, it. I'm not trying to. I guess how I'm trying to phrase it is, uh, Fallout has gotten more. It's just off course right now. It, yeah, it's it's gotten a lot more actiony, mm-hmm. um, which is you know fine. It's not that's their the direction that Bethesda has been taking it, but Outer Worlds is very much leans back the other way towards role playing. Yeah, yes, it's cool. a first person game. Yes, there are guns, but the uh, you roll a character. There are a ton of. Uh, a huge the character creation and and skill point allocation screen i mean you can you can invest heavily in conversation skill and talk your way out of stuff which i i love that sort of the non-combat approach to things and it's not just the traditional role-playing trifecta of intimidate them seduce them or beguile them it's there's like a fourth option now the idiot option where you just play a naive yeah like (laughs) 
Han Solo yeah. without the charm and kind of thing. On, to piggyback off that, the writing is seems really good it's from dark what I've humor. seen. Yeah, yeah, very dark yes. humor. It's it's got um, a lot of color to it that because the the comparisons are obvious between this and Fallout New Vegas, which Obsidian also made. I mean, right. there's it it is I think it basically the spiritual sequel to that. Uh, that's people may disagree and maybe when it actually comes out it, it won't be that at all. But that's my first impression of it is that it is a very much a spiritual successor to it. And so yeah, a lot of color, great writing, uh, a lot of a lot of the RPG depth to it, so I was super, super excited about what I saw of that game. I'm so glad that you're saying all these things because I don't know. I'm not super excited for a lot of the games coming out this year. Like there's it's like a shorter list for me, mm-hmm. and so like having anything else added to it is just just a joy. Oh god, yeah. Know? And that that game coming out this year is yeah. just like wow. Okay, I <laughs> it was revealed. It was revealed in December. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't, October twenty fifth, by the way. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Nice. So I looked ten, it up. Like, so a ten month reveal to release cycle. That's mm-hmm. crazy. It's out, that's that's the same day or day. Yeah, I think it's the same day as Call of Duty. So that's that's two totally huge very releases. Different. I mean, the nice. Yeah, they're they're completely different yeah. games. <laughs> so it's not like they're really competing with one another. But October and September are packed. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. too. yeah. I like that Gears is coming out a little bit earlier as well. We're going to get to that in a second here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm super, super excited, Ryan. I'm really yeah. happy to hear that that yeah. you really really yeah. liked it. I was very I, it. I've seriously considered it for my game of the show vote. Um, yeah, I was up there as far as nominees as well. Yeah, I, I for me, my vote came down to uh, Doom Eternal, which will. Oh, I think, well, I don't, I don't actually have that here because it wasn't in the Microsoft <laughs> showcase, but that's. If you like Doom 2016, this is this is Doom 2016. I played that one too. on on like HGH steroids, amphetamines, speed, cocaine, Beautiful. and pretty much anything else that that <laughs> makes you go ign.com faster <laughs> Viagra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it takes I feel like Alice. I'm down for all that that combination. What a cocktail! Just a cocktail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Oh my it's god, fantastic. that game is. Oh I played goodness. it. I, that was the that was the one. I it was so I had so much fun with it, and I love Doom 2016. I actually went back and played the Doom Eternal demo again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I rolled it again. I, I pulled a favor <laughs> and played it again. Uh, it was so good, but um, yeah, it yeah, takes- that's. November takes platforming and gunplay, mixes them together in an interesting way where you're rewarded for doing more stylish things, and you got to figure out like this sort of combo system they've built with their their weapon tree. It is it's a fantastic melding of all these concepts of video games into a fantastic shooter. The way that the id guys phrased it was uh, before before I started the demo was these you come to the you know these these sections and it's just like wave after wave of Mm -hmm. of enemy they're they're They've called them basically combat puzzles. To your exact point, Destin, you have to figure out, like, okay, who am I? Who am I going after? How am I attacking them? Because now it's, you know, if you just shoot them, shoot them, shoot them, and then glory kill, you'll mm-hmm. get health. If you you have like a flamethrower now just attached to you on your shoulder that you burn them, I think that's when you get armor, and mm-hmm. then the, you know if you chainsaw, yeah, I think you get both, and you get ammo. Ammo, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like it's so so smart. It's so much fun. That game's yeah. that game's Excellent. tremendous. Oh, I loved it. Um, and then what were we talking about besides Bleeding Edge? Oh yeah, we went from the Outer Wilds. Yeah, backing it up again. Oh, I was, Outer yeah. World. Uh, my game. I made Outer World. I made that mistake Outer Wilds. I wrote the preview for Outer Worlds. I had to control F Outer Wilds for a solid half hour. Everybody does. Yeah, Outer Wilds is and so good. Play yeah. it. Yeah, it might That's turn out that both of those games uh, are tremendously Seriously, good. Yeah, it is my front Outer Outer Wilds. To clarify, not Worlds. Wilds is my front runner for game of the year right now. Wow. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's that's next on my list. I'm doing Void Bastards right now, which is oh. fantastic. It's FTL, but a first-person shooter. Yeah. Uh, and then Outer Wilds is next. Yeah, I'm excited. It's a very special game. It's probably one of my favorite endings as far as video games. Love it. Wow. I, I know. One I, of them it's, at least. it's installed. I have to go home and yeah. start it. Game anyway, Pass, man. Throw that so out good. Yeah. It's yeah. uh oh, that's what I was saying. My my game of the show vote was between Doom Eternal and Cyberpunk. And mm. I ended up uh, going with Cyberpunk because it was just another tremendous demo. That game is oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, did you all enjoy your demos? Yes, I did. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Thanks, Brandon. I didn't get to see. Uh, I didn't get to see. So many notes. It was a again. I said this last year when I when I tweeted it out last year after I saw last year's demo. A lot of people freaked out because no, the the public hadn't seen gameplay yet. They were really put off when I said this. But then it made sense once they released the footage later. And now seeing another demo and seeing seeing it a year later, it is a next gen Deus Ex, but not. I'm not really talking about the new the recent Deus Ex games, uh, but I'm talking the original War Inspector Deus Ex. Mm. And there is a difference, like because the, the original is, to me, a top 10, maybe top 5 game of all time. It is mm. that good. It is, it is a Hall of Fame masterpiece of a game that, that just seamlessly blends genres. It's that was That's a truly emergent game, the original Deus Ex. It's so good. And this, this feels like the... the you know, I guess I don't know what's it going to be. Fifteen years later, that was almost twenty twenty years later version of that. Mm. I love that it's coming out in twenty twenty because the pen and paper game was Cyberpunk twenty twenty. There's also yeah. a new version yeah. of that coming out too. Yeah, I, I heard know. Cyberpunk and bridging the story. I, I, can't, yeah. I can't believe. I mean, we talked about this a lot on the last show. We yeah, had we covered this out, already. Cyberpunk. So I don't know the four compatibility. Everyone's saying I'm like, okay, I guess I'll play on Xbox. But <laughs> I'm PC, but I'll play on Xbox. I, I'm just super excited for it. Four generations of games. I mean, it. it oh the, the thing yeah. though is not not to make this a platform war, but because I don't I don't, don't intend it that way. But Microsoft has made it clear already that. Okay, play Cyberpunk in April on Xbox One or Xbox One X, and then yeah, you're just going to be able to pick up and go on Scarlet. Sony has, I'm sure they're going to be fine there, but they have yet to really clarify. Yeah. Hey, if you if you play something in the spring of 2020 on PS4 and then it's compatible on PS5, your stuff better work. That's a good point There's because that so... effectively removes the cross generational double dip that a lot of first party and publishers really you know, bank on. Yeah. And that that's kind of what I was worried about too, because we got so many announcements for spring. And at first I was like, are they going to release in the spring? Was <laughs> I right? Mm. I was not right. Um, it's going to be in holiday 2020. Hey, PS5 could still come out in spring 2020. They haven't said that's, anything. That's true. <laughs> PSX, PSX in December. <laughs> could but, happen. And it's available right now. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that, oh, nobody's God. pulling a oh Saturn ever. No Everyone look me. under your chairs. Yeah, <laughs> But having that reassurance that we will get to take our saves with us is yeah. it's very It'll nice. be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so, back to Bleeding Edge. Yeah, we cover tr- <laughs> You mean to we'll start with Bleeding Edge? <laughs> it's the first the topic first on, thing the on the list <laughs> here after uh, 25 minutes gotta, of discussion. We, we got to hustle. Do. Yeah. We got a thing at We could do a part two of the show. I we think. do. We have the so lunch? much to talk we'll, about. We'll be fine. 11 um, 15. Bleeding Edge. Uh, Destin, did you play? I did not. Okay. So just you and I played, Miranda. Yeah. What did you think of it? Well, for, I had, for people who don't know, Bleeding Edge is Ninja Theory's next team-based uh, melee multiplayer game. Yes. So Super it's, stylistic. It's 4v4. The character designs are really neat. The character kits are also really neat. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. We got yeah. to play against Sean Finnegan. Shout out to the show. <laughs> who I thought would just destroy us because yeah. he's such a good competitive player, but who was number one on the... Uh, on yeah, the, on the, you on the kill list. Was it Ryan this McCaffrey? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there it is. <laughs> Who's team one? Our team. Yeah, we won. It was cool. Uh, it's a close game. Yeah, so it was us two, a random person, and then one of the team members who was kind of like being our coach. He played yes. our support character, gave us a lot of heals, said, hey, be sure and target this person. Sean. Um, Sean. No, it was not Sean. <laughs> and, it was and, a different person. And yeah. Finnegan's team had a had a co- had a, a developer coach as well, so yeah. it was it was even. Yeah. The, yeah. the scales were even. And uh, what I liked about it is that you can really feel the rock paper scissors of the combat. Mm. Uh, so I played kind of an assassin character. You played more of a, a heavy. Team. I took a, a heavy, heavy. Yeah, heavy character. It was like a, and like then, a bruiser. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And they do so much damage. Yeah, it's I. I I felt like my job was to go hunt the supports. Like mm-hmm. that's all I can do. But if it's if like a heavy finds me, I'm just finished. So <laughs> I bet I like your MOBA a, background helped out. It, it actually did because yeah. there were some elements of it that made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And like I had a lot of close escapes of getting out. It's like if you can learn how to quickly use your kit, then you can better navigate the battlefield, which is kind of what it was. Um, so this wasn't a kill based match we played. We just played. Uh, it's pretty much capture the points and then just mm-hmm. moved periodically. Yeah, ABC control fixed control points yeah. and oh, just go you know first team to 500 total points yes of worth of capture time wins. yeah and so one of my my character was able to put down like these turrets and stuff so i could like really control an area mm. and also had like octane's little from apex legends little jump pad so i could just jump, throw down a jump pad and like <laughs> run off uh so that was really cool and I, I really enjoyed getting to use a character that was 
technically marked as like a higher skill character because I just wanted to see what that felt like as far as like how far can you push these kids because I think when you bring these multiplayer games forward like you want something that's different right mm. and how different can you get with like these four four v four or five v five kind of things the archetypes are kind of set already. yeah and yeah. it really comes down to the kits and it felt like that was really good um one of the things i really liked is that if you're a support you can self-cast things so there are certain things like a shield and you just double tap the thing the button command and mm. it'll cast it on yourself mm. so i think that's always really helpful whenever you can yes. like make a, a support feel viable beyond just helping their team and holding a weapon like they can do things for themselves as well so yeah i really neat thing I'll, I'll be honest i was i was very uh not hyped going into the demo because oh, i was just like great another 4v4 multiplayer action game okay well, sat down and gave it a try and the fact that it is very melee focused won me over. So you say that, but it's also weird because I played a character with a gun. But you like the only character. Like, yeah. It, it, uh, the, the, I think there was maybe one Well, more. yeah, maybe I one on there. But it, it's pretty balanced. Yeah, it's mostly as, melee. Yeah, it is a melee first kind of experience and that sort of lent uh, uh, an intimacy to the combat where it's not just like picking people off from the other side of the, the map. Yeah, really. um, yeah. And that, so yeah, that that really, that plus the, the character designs plus the just uh, uniqueness of the, the classes. I really had a good time with it. I, I really did. I was it, it totally won me over. So hmm. yeah, that's, that's good to know. I was disappointed when I saw Ninja Theory's next game would be this. Obviously, they're working on something else, which they said on stage. Yes. Hey, more, we're doing other things too. More in line with what I I I mean now I associate you know Hellblade alongside Enslaved, yeah. Odyssey mm-hmm. to the West. You yeah. know, like those those type of games are what I look at. Yeah, Ninja it'll be Theory a for. single player. Yeah, yeah. but I, get, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that you guys enjoyed it. Release date for this? The the We're technical good. alpha is at the end of August, I believe, right. if memory serves. So I uh, don't know how you'll be able to get into that, or if that's free for everyone. You know, if it's limited in any way, but that uh, will be your your opportunity to to get hands-on with it. This was a game that I felt like needed to come out in the summer or something. Yeah. It's like any sort of downtime just because I feel like fall we're pretty set on like a lot of the bigger games oh, yeah. and this feels like a fun summer party game with my yes. friends. Might come out next summer. Yeah, it could. <laughs> like know. it's full release if they're doing Alpha Now beta in like spring. Yeah, you never know. Summer. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would be a really good cadence for them. All anyway. right, so one of the next games that hit the stage uh, very briefly was just a new trailer. Ori and the Will of the Wisps uh, I mean, how much just, more needs to be said about this game? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. We could stop there, and you can picture. I mean, it was it was another stunning, beautiful. Yeah, they trailer. showed like all the bosses. All the bosses, yeah, that was yeah. cool. It's mm-hmm. uh, just, it's probably the closest thing Microsoft has to a an absolute sure thing in their first party portfolio. Oh, yeah. Like you just there's, I, I would outside gears. You think? I mean, gears looks tremendous too. We're going to get to that in a second, but yeah, it's. Ever because Ori's been shown for a while. Now, yeah, yeah. And the, we we know how the first one was. The first one's so good that I mean, I would I would be sitting here today. I would be shocked if the Metacritic, the overall Metacritic on Will of the Wisps is less than an eighty. Yeah, I agree. I and mean, it's it's got the I think just the odds of it being great are so high. Um, you don't know till it comes out. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you take Blind Forest. What do you what do you add to that? Not just more of the same. Just just give us more. Well, and well, as like, we saw behind yeah, closed yeah. doors, you and I saw behind closed doors last year when we played it. There's uh, a new mechanics. Yeah, There's the digging can, mechanic. Right. Yeah. You can switch your a lot of uh, skills and and things you can do on the fly. Right. So so that you I, can I like tailor. how they're uh, adjusting Ori for this entry, and I'm just ready to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, February 11th, 2020. Your prediction is wrong. Very, so very wrong. Could (laughs) not have been more wrong. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the release date. But what a weird time to release in considering February is now sort of a premiere month. It's like the kickoff of the spring release window. What else is in February? As of now. Supposedly The Last of Us 2. Oh. As of now, there are no other major games for February. There will be, I'm sure. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. we don't know of any for now. You know, we got... April sixteenth for Cyberpunk. We got uh, we know Gears, which we're going to talk about coming up. Is Avengers is this what? fall? Um, when was Avengers? yeah? So a lot of the bigger game or um, bigger as I mean like more multi platform, very large games yeah. are coming out in March, April, May. Yeah. So getting out in February is actually kind of yeah. a good spot for now. Interesting. As far as okay. we know. Yeah, I think uh, no. <laughs> we're going to have another Red Dead Online 
or Red Dead Redemption 2 situation where just nobody wants the month that oh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is coming out in. Nor April, should they. April is going Stay to, away from it. April, yeah. The back half of April is going to be a graveyard. If they're, if people are smart. If they're smart, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be an anime game out then. It usually happens. Well, there's counter-programming, right? There's, yeah. there's something to be said for that. How do you counter-program against Cyberpunk? Uh... A dating sim? I'll be their boyfriend dungeon. Give I'm looking at you. Yeah, you can date in Cyberpunk. Yeah. Well, okay, then you cannot, it cannot be counter-programmed. You could date Keanu Reeves in Cyberpunk. Yeah. Well, I don't know if but, that's true. Oh, he's, he lives inside your head. That's true. I mean, dating, he's always dating, dating, dating he's always, all the time. He's always with you. Yeah. It's, it's even the, closer relationship. Speaking of, we got to interview him at E3. Tom did. So when you were cool. When you were talking about Kamal, it was a good Hell, E3 yeah. for celebrities with IGN. We got Kamal, we got Felicia Day, we got Keanu Reeves, we got John Bernthal and his adorable dog. Oh, man, yeah. he's That, that puppy, That's that was... Uh, stole the show. Stole, stole the show. Yeah. Ghost Recon's really fun. I didn't get okay. to play it. I'm so yeah. glad you got We're all over the place, but I love it. I like <laughs> yeah. this. That's the hard I, I thing. It's like E3 would come mm-hmm. back with... It's like our hands are full because we have so much to talk about. Yeah. It's like, guys, yeah. I, d- I saw this thing and I'm doing this, and I still have to talk about this because we haven't even gotten a chance. And whew, yeah. Yeah. it was really so fun. Great. It was really fun. They took me through the demo. I hadn't played Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands. Wildlands, so it was pretty new for me. Yeah, they do a few things with the control scheme that I don't know. I was just like, well, how do you do this? Oh, okay, you have this sort of layout. Yeah. Anyway, once I figured it out, like we were rolling into camps and just annihilating everybody. Yeah, I, and it was cool. It's a game where I'm not. I would say my hype level for it isn't super high, but I know when I sit down with it, I'm yeah. almost certainly going to have a really good time. That's like it's, that's how I felt about Watch Dogs. It's like Watch Dogs 3 specifically. Legion. Legion, yes. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed one. I didn't ever play two. I, I just yeah. I thought I got enough of that experience. But I saw three, and I, the grandma sold me. Of, oh, yeah. Like so many others. Helen. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon Carty wrote an amazing anecdotal preview uh, on the site right now. You can go read it about his grandma, whose name was Annette. And Annette is just a domestic terrorist. <laughs> But she's like 76, and he uh, the the entire time she was just getting smashed at pubs and then going and just causing wanton destruction. It was so perfect. in Watchdogs or in real life. In, in Watchdogs, in watch <laughs> it was so Goodness. perfect. It was so perfect. Uh, I am low key very excited for that game. I don't need to see any more. I'll pick it up and play it. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, That's how I feel about uh, Ghost. I, yeah, I, I I tapped out pretty quick from Watchdogs one and two. Yeah, Me yeah. Too. But this one, yeah, it's I like that they're going in a different direction with yeah, it. Yeah. I I appreciate that. I love the permadeath. I like how everybody has a unique stat trait. It's almost like a roguelike in that in that degree where like yeah. you find the grandma that you love that you're rolling with, and then she dies. Just don't lose her. And you're like, oh my god! Now yeah. I have to use this dumb person named. Todd or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be the, the, I think, a big challenge for that game is can they make you care enough about those NPCs yeah. that you that you will get attached to them and you will actually care if, if one of them suffers permanently? I mean, that, totally that just reminds me of State of Decay, right? I don't. Like you find yeah. these people and you want to survive yes, with them. that's a great analogy. attached to somebody. I so. don't know if they will. I'm, I'm curious. We'll see. I, I, I I imagine, yeah, we'll see. I, I think the systems aren't in place to make you really care. I think the first two or three will be, you'll you'll make this emergent relationship with these characters, and then once they die, you're just like, whatever, I'm just going to use mechanically the next best person I have. Or I got to go to the, the market or the world and find another grandmother. Sure. And she'll have the same sort of archetype. Right. Yeah. You know? And she'll be uh, Helen, Helen too. It's like getting a new dog. Oh. <laughs> you know, after you're t- you've grieved yeah. and it's time to, oh. it's time it's to time move on. on. Yeah. Goldfish uh, is yeah. just slightly right, yeah, paler than the last one. I got I to I gotta veer the bus back on course here. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons, I just wanted to mention this real quick, because this was originally announced as a PC-only game, and we had called that out as being weird. Yeah. That's been rectified. It is Everything. coming out for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, which is great to see. But yeah, spring 2020 for that one. So another spring 2020 yeah. game. And again, they showed another quick little trailer. And this was described to me by, I had, a, I had an interview with Matt Booty, the head of Xbox Game Studios. And he, I forget how it had come up, uh, if I brought it up or he brought it up. But yeah, he said, he was like, yeah, it's Minecraft Diablo. And I'm like, yeah, that's... That is, if it's that, is it? Then I'm gonna. So, that's what he says it is. I got to play it. Please do, way. please. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Take it away. Yeah, so I'm actually still. Sorry, I'm still writing my preview. It's two two thirds done. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. I can Don't worry, I still have E3 previews to oh, write too. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. Like my first takeaway from this was that it's something that wants me to 
or gets me to want to play in that Minecraft world again. Um, nothing's destructible like in the traditional Minecraft sense, like you are technically going through these pre-made dungeons, um, but it's kind of cool how it uses the things that you know about Minecraft and gives you like that flexibility to play in this like Minecraft Diablo world. For mm. instance, you're not tied to a class. Your, oh, good. your armor determines your class. So you can oh. just like ditch armor on the fly nice. and then I want to be a mage now. Put on, or, a, I oh. be a put on your robe and your wizard yeah, hat and, and suddenly you're a mage. Yeah, and so the idea that they're saying is that they really want to have that flexibility because that's a big part of Minecraft is about change and like just kind of doing things creatively. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, and so they still, they wanted to give that to you. Um, but you do have progression. So like your characters have levels. Um, gear has levels. So you actually Sweet. have a power level over your overall gear total and that kind of determines how difficult the things you are going to go face will be but it can also scale depending on like hey I want to play it easier so you can scale down the dungeon if you want or you can make it harder yeah. than what you're supposed to you're, you're making me more interested in yeah. playing this game now. Like the systems there were really cool and it felt really good to kind of take on like a boss battle and see how um, the dungeons I think there are nine so far planned and hmm. procedurally generated so it's going to oh, be a little nice. bit different every time so you can just go jump in and find something new and it's it's a little bit more. They were careful to say that it's not easy, but it's accessible. So it's yeah. like you you can play with a super brand new front if you're really yeah. high level. Like yeah. they, they don't want to limit that. It's probably not going to be you know Diablo on nightmare difficulty kind <laughs> yeah. of hard. Yeah, because but, it's Minecraft. But they said that there will be challenge to it, and there was like the few other people in my room were were dying to the boss and stuff, and I almost almost made it out, but then. My other friend got overwhelmed. It's like, well, <laughs> bye. <laughs> um, they have some cute new mobs. Like there's this this uh, piggy bank, which is a pig with a big treasure chest in the middle as its nice. torso. Uh-huh. It's very cute. Like they, they do a lot of fun stuff with what we know about Minecraft and put it in this world. And so mm. I'm looking forward Excellent. to Excellent. Good stuff there. Uh, Gears yeah. 5, Miranda. That Another is our, thing I'm looking forward to. That is our IGN first game for June. We're covering it all month long. We started at E3 last week. We had the first uh, sort of just uncut gameplay of it's. Uh, escape don't call it horde escape just escape don't escape mode escape. Um, and then I finally got to sit down and play it with you at the showcase you were already a, a veteran <laughs> of it at that point and I made the mistake of not turning on modifiers for which you can just you can talk you can tweak all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. and it was it was too easy but I still had a great time with it yeah yeah I was worried uh, because we weren't I could we couldn't hear each other over voice chat and I was trying yeah. to make a call like call shots. It's like, yeah. hey guys, we need to have a grenade ready for this point right here. And then I realized because we only had, I think, one modifier on, maybe. I think, uh, yeah, it was very rude. It didn't even matter. Like it was totally yeah. fine. It was way easy. So the the idea is that you do turn on various modifiers that, to change. Change the difficulty. Di- so yeah. To, to explain what modifiers are really quickly, they're just things that raise your difficulty. So it's like enemies have extra health. There's a wider variety of enemies. You have less ammo. So those just kind of things. So you can tweak it to your preference a little bit better. Hmm. The demo I played, we had no ammo basically the entire time. Yeah. And I played with two people who I don't know if they've ever played Gears before. Oh, no. Uh, but I still had fun. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was it was really, really surprising. I thought I'd get really frustrated. But I'm like, well, they don't really know what they're doing. So, you know, whatever. So, Let's try and work together. And we got pretty far into the demo. But I, I understand the concepts of it. And it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm kind of. I wish we could have all played together. Yeah, would have been good. I had to run to Bethesda, unfortunately, because they're right. like, you need to be in by four thirty. Yeah. I barely made it. Yeah, you and I made it through, though. Yeah, we finished. We got out. We escaped. Yeah. So to quickly run this down, if for anyone who hasn't seen it or doesn't really know what this is, based on what they showed, um, your t- squad of three, you go in, you plant a venom bomb, and you have to escape a hive, so a swarm hive, mm-hmm. and with limited resources. Um, before the venom catches up to you, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a cloud yeah, it's, of it that's spreading through the map. It's yeah. that classic escape before time runs out yes. kind of thing. And I really like the fact that you're in charge of when that happens. Mm-hmm. It's so much more interesting than like going down into a dungeon and then everything starts collapsing and you have to run away. It's like you're like, all right, are we ready? Are we ready to go now? Hit the button and run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So it's it's kind of cool and how that works. And if you die, like you can get pulled out of uh, one of the swarm pods. Like yeah. it's okay. Like you you can come back. Oh, cool. Um, but unless your like, whole team wipes. Yes, unless your whole team wipes. Yeah. But resources is such a big thing. And so. there are Left for Dead style safe houses mm-hmm. along the way where you you're totally safe and you can re- reload and just regather yourself and then continue on. So uh, please check out IGN all month long because. Miranda and the video producers that, that accompanied her 
Uh, you've got just so much Gears stuff all month long. We have things out in addition to Escape as well. We talked about the Gears movie. We talked about how they're probably not going to do a Battle Royale mode anytime soon. We talked about their philosophy with cosmetics. So we have like plenty of stuff here about Gears 5 that's not just about Escape. And also a yes. lot about Escape too. Please read it. I've been working real hard to do that also in addition to E3. So Absolutely. Great. It is much appreciated. Uh, I've been loving everything you've been doing. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I'm so ready for that video game to come out. And September, September 10th. Yeah. It's coming out sooner than I would have guessed. I'm so, so glad. So that is good news. Uh, quickly here, uh, rapid fire, Blair Witch. That was an announcement that kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, that it, looks terrifying. It was me and Casey and a few other folks in the office, and I screamed at the top of my lungs, Holy shit, it's Alan Wake. And <laughs> I thought so, too. That was yeah. my first gut reaction yeah. as well. It was not. Um, interesting. I would not expect that to be a franchise that's coming back. I know we got to do this rapid fire, but what a time. Uh, what, almost two decades later, we get a Blair Witch, right? Yeah, and, and it, I couldn't quite tell from the trailer if... If it's third person and first person sometimes, or if the first person stuff in the trailer was just for cinematic trailer effect, Uh, because you're definitely, you've got an adorable German Shepherd companion uh, who- Protect that dog. Obviously a good boy. Oh, yes. So I'm I'm already, they've already got me with the dog. I'm right there. I'm in. But uh, yeah, this, this, this was came out of nowhere and it's out. On August 30th. It's coming up very That's, soon. And I, w- I want to play that. It's going to – Blair Witch, the original movie. Oh. I, I was one of the people that was tricked. Yeah, I thought it was legit. So I watched it and it was terrifying, harrowing. Like I couldn't Wait, sleep. What, for, for those, how, did, how were you tricked into For it? those that don't know, when the Blair Witch came out, they did a viral marketing campaign. Pre-internet, about, by pre, the way. Yeah, pre-internet mm-hmm. about how it was 100% real. 100% true. They found this footage in the woods and they cut together a movie and released it. Right. And we were oh. all, we, this was before the internet, so we were all dumb enough to oh, believe yeah. it. Okay. it was, this it was, was a little before my time as far it, as yeah. Yeah. this That movie yeah. kicked off the whole found footage yes. genre Absolutely. Of, of horror. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. I, uh, I lived in Montana, which is a very wooded state at the time. <laughs> and I remember thinking, well, now I can never leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, terrifying. As soon as I saw the person in the court, I'm like, is this Blair Witch? Yeah. yeah like that's exactly. when I stopped thinking Alan Wake. Yeah. Well, and, uh, it pulled back and you saw like the, the, the house. Indent, well, the, the, the logo. Indent in the forest. Yeah. yeah. The logo. It's the same as those uh, weird effigies that were hanging in the forest in the trees. God. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting chills just thinking about the I'm footage. Not a, I'm not I like a, witches. Yeah. I'm not a scary Game Boy. Uh, <laughs> like I want to play that. Probably never will. Maybe. You'll probably make me play it on camera. I want to do how scary it is. So yeah. Oh, you have to, Miranda. I think I want to play that one. Yeah. This might be my first how scary. Oh my god, that I'm would be those, so great. I didn't think it was that scary. It if it's if okay, it's, if it's third person, <laughs> if it's third person, and I've got the dog, I might be willing to play the game. Yeah. Because I'm not a horror game so, person yeah. either. If it's first person, that's that's a higher uh, it, barrier of entry. It reminded me. me of Outlast, where you're going to have your camcorder, obviously oh. found footage. Yeah. What? Who made it? I think it was Annapurna Interactive. Oh. Wait, um, wait, what? I think it was in this game. It's yeah. um, Bloober. Bloober. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I yeah, might yeah. be. I was wondering if it was the Outlast guys because they used the camcorder mechanic, which is a really, really good mechanic for for scary games. Anyway, so that was a that was fire. a real pleasant surprise on that one, and it's out very, very soon. Uh, quickly, Battletoads. Let's Miranda and I played <laughs> three, uh, three player. So two missions, two two pieces of levels. Uh, Blair Witch is out August. That's I no, did say that. that. Oh, yeah, sorry, August thirtieth. So I really the, we played a you know traditional like side scrolling beat 'em up like old school arcade level. Uh, I really like that. I like the attack combos. The the I like the super exaggerated animations. Uh, so I, I, I liked a lot about about Battletoads. And then but then the the second level that that they put us in. And we were by the way we were playing with Craig Duncan who I know is listening to this right now. The, hey, stu- the studio had it rare. Um, <laughs> And it was a, a new version of the the infamous like super challenging bike. like tunnel bike yeah. part. Navigate of, the hallway. Yeah, like the camera goes behind you, and you've got to like you got to move left, right, or center, and jump, and you got to get through all these obstacles. We couldn't get through it, even with <laughs> checkpoints. I don't think I saw anyone get through it, but it, I mean, and I and I got, have to say, like, I get it, but and I I don't know, I I I was done. Like by the time. Like we we're we we're sort of we'd been trying it for a while and we had other games to look at so there was sort of a 
a work reason to stop playing, but I was actually kind of, I was done with it at that yeah. point. Like, I was like, this is, okay, I get it. Like, I'm, I, I just want to move on. I kind of like those challenges. I, I love mini games like that. So I wanted to keep playing, but my only, I guess, grievance was that, with it was that I needed a better sense of my size because there were some things you had to fit through that were super mm, narrow, yes. and I couldn't tell like, if I was flipping. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I needed a little bit better sense for that, especially when two of us were stacked. Mm-hmm. Oh, was like, God, are we yeah. both okay? And there was like one time, or no, this happened several times where Craig and I were trying to get through this one pass, and we kept hitting the sides. Yes. And so we kept dying, and it's like, dang, so close. Yeah, so... um Kind of a kind of a uh, Jekyll and Hyde demo for yeah. me yeah. with that, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see more. Hopefully, fun. they'll still. There's plenty of time to tweak the the you know challenging bike section, and maybe there'll only be one or two of yeah. those in the game. For all we know, we have know. no idea how many of those will be. Exactly, in- anything like the the original. I have a feeling there's going to be quite a few. <laughs> I remember that series was freaking hard. Yeah, when I was yeah. A kid. So we'll see. But I I'm I'm. Cautiously optimistic. I think it'll pair well with a nice bowl of cereal on a Saturday morning. <laughs> I love so, that. Yeah. yeah uh, a game that that sadly seemed to just completely come and go in the moment, even though it did look interesting. RPG time. It is a hand drawn like oh, yeah. paper craft, like in a notebook uh, action adventure platformer game. And did nothing. The for the, the logo was so was was actually too clever for its own good. You literally you couldn't read that it said RPG time. It was like mm. PG, you could read yeah. time, and it's like, wait, what? Oh, R, that's an R. So it, it came and went so quickly that like, okay, we'll keep our eye on this and see when we can see it again. But yeah, it was uh, just sort of flew right by there was in, that the, in the conference. And unfortunately, uh, Spirit Bear. Yes, with the cat companion that you can pet. You can pet the cat. It's great. Yeah, that was another one that Spirit went by yes. quickly. So yeah, we have a preview of that actually. Oh, Brendan nice. Graper wrote it. So, so. speaking of flying by, uh, yeah, nailed it. Look at you. It's like you've like you haven't missed a month's worth of shows. I know we have. I felt, two minutes before well, we have to I mean, leave for our we, meeting. We don't have it. It's we're just walking over, so we've got a we little buffer time. Don't worry I, about I felt it. like this was uh, scoffed at. Microsoft but, Flight Simulator is what we're talking about. The return of Microsoft Flight Simulator. I was blown away. I want to play Microsoft Flight Simulator. I've never been interested in Microsoft Flight Simulator, but it looks real. Like it well, looks that's like the point. It it's is it, phenomenal. It really is yeah. a sim. Yes. And this was this is a game. This is a series that was one of the most popular every year, most played mm-hmm. game series on the planet for like ten years, for a long time. Um, and it is an honest to goodness simulator. And anecdotally, I can tell you, my best friend in the world was a pilot, and he learned... I've never been a pilot. (laughs) My second best friend in the world was a pilot. Uh, He learned to fly a plane on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Wow. And then did the the short course or whatever to actually get his pilot license. So the three years that he played Microsoft Flight Simulator actually turned into valuable skills that he used to actually get his pilot license. That's so cool. Yeah. It's a legitimate game, and there are a number of different planes from, I think, you know, little Cessna type things to passenger jetliners, and I think some other ones in there too. And you can fly all around the world, and they've got all like cities mapped out with yeah. landmarks that you can fly over and look and at. And like what's, what's crazy is earlier iterations of this game, it was like, I'm going to fly to Dubai, and it's a very brown, flat landscape <laughs> with a couple of hills and an airport. Yeah. This one, they are using GPS satellite data and Microsoft's Azure server base, yeah. server banks, uh, to basically render the entire world based on satellite data. Yeah. Might not be the entire world; like no one cares about flying over somewhere. There's no, there's, there's no real airport, or it's just a spit of land. But every major airport, mountain ranges, m- major cities, like this stuff is being built and rendered with the same, I believe, the same technology that they use for like satellite imagery for for map services as well, right? That's what they said. It's yeah. so cool. It's it's a f- phenomenal. I'm blown yeah. away. I'm probably not going to play it, but <laughs> I, I <laughs> it's not my thing, but I Maybe I'm, if it's on Game Pass. Not even. Maybe like, it's my, I've my never I've never wanted to Give it a try. Yeah. No, okay. Too many mind. buttons in a cockpit for me. Uh, Wait, Wasteland Three, which is not officially a first-party Microsoft Studios game because it was in development for I think Deep Silver prior to this the is... acquisition of Inexile. Yep. But yes, uh, this is you know it's old school. Uh, you know the the cousin to f- the old school Fallout's. Yes. Uh, looks like this this will probably be super fun. Be curious to see more of that. Same with Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. This is. This is a, a nine covers all nine films. Traveler's Tales added again. Uh, we have a preview up actually today 
yes. from uh, Simon Cardi. Simon Cardi, who was blown away by this game and how attention to detail. Uh, you know, if you've if you've been sleeping on the Lego games. Time to not do that anymore. They're so fun. Every mm-hmm. single major franchise has an excellent Lego game. Lord of the Rings Lego was great. Uh, Harry Potter Lego was great. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. Uh, Indiana Jones was great. Star Wars. Marvel. Yeah, yeah Marvel. There's, exactly. There's Batman. a great Lego game for yes. everyone. And they're perfect to play with friends or people who don't usually play video or games. Or kids. Or kids. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Just great. An excellent series. So good stuff there. And then uh, I want to. I got to take a minute here. Like how about, let's, let's how about do, I want to talk about uh, 12 minutes. You've uh, it. Forza, <laughs> I think we were all training at the same yeah. time. Forza 4's Lego and then uh, the, the Series 2 Elite real quick. We'll end on that stuff and then okay. we'll get out of here and we'll cool. save loot box and unlock block trivia for next week. Uh, Forza Lego expansion. You really like this, yeah? Uh, yeah, so like Lego, it's called, I, I call it Lego Forza Horizon 4 because that's, I think, what it should be called. But it's actually, it's an expansion. It's Forza Horizon 4 Lego expansion. Speed series, I no like I don't know Lego so, something. So is it like San Francisco Rush in the Forza universe? It is like crazy wacky. Thing. Yeah, it's pretty over the top, that. like love big that. jumps and. But it's it's the Forza engine, mm-hmm. the 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 gameplay of Forza, but in a Lego world, and it's totally it feels like the Traveler's Tales games, mm-hmm. and that there's there's little cheeky mini quick cutscenes with little bits of humor. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. It's got the, the the exact perfect tone and feel of the Lego games and the Lego movies as well. And it's you know you, you're you're plowing through like a, a field and there's little the little like tripod uh, Lego flowers. Oh yeah. Like they yeah. they go flying everywhere when you go through a, a grassy field and it's just like I don't how the Classic. heck did they top how do you Classic. top the Hot Wheels expansion from Forza Horizon Three? They found they they found a way. The the wizards Roblox. at playground. I don't understand how they do it every single time, yeah. but it looks really cute. So much I, fun, and I, it's out this week. I'm really it's curious. Out. How is that going to mesh with the rest of the game, though? It's totally separate. You're in you're in a Lego world, like Lego Land. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a whole separate deal. So you so. keep just driving far enough east, and then suddenly everything becomes Lego. <laughs> suddenly it's into Lego. Yeah. You've crossed the political border. Yeah. So that that is out. Yeah. It's it's uh, it was announced as a releasing the following week, which is now. So if you own Lego, if you own Forza Horizon Four. I, our review from Luke Riley, our racing guru down at NIGN Australia, is in progress. It'll be up soon, but I feel pretty comfortable recommending it, just even based <laughs> on the five-minute demo that yeah. I had. So yeah. give that a look. And then 12 minutes. I think I was the only one that played it. I believe so. But everybody saw this. So let me yeah. – since I'm talking a lot, what did you guys think of that stage reveal? Groundhog Day. It looked really cool. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, anytime I see Annapurna Interactive come up, I'm immediately interested. So I had an immediate emotional reaction. Having just got married, I was just like, <laughs> oh, I have to play this. But I am going to figure out a way to stop this bad thing happening. And like, I definitely set like, it up real quick, Destin, for people that didn't see it. Yeah. So uh, when you meet someone, you fall in love. <laughs> this this woman and man are sitting down to dinner, and she's the, like, husband and a wife, husband and a wife, <laughs> and. Uh, She's like, I have a surprise for you. And he's like, I know you have a baby. We need to talk. And he like cuts through everything. And she's like, what? Yeah. How do you what? Yeah. He was like, I've done this before. Did you kill your dad or something like that? Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, A police officer comes to the door Mm -hmm. accusing her of murder, uh, arrests her and Mm -hmm. gets you. And then, you know. I, at one point, then like a hitman so, shows up. Or yeah, something. I got to play it, yeah. and uh, like I, you can walk around a little bit, and you know, you, it, it's it's a twelve real time minutes that oh. loop over and over. Wow. Uh, the developer told me it would be about a six to eight hour game to oh my so, God. to finish oh, the nice. whole thing. That's so many cycles. So, yeah, there's like you can grab a knife off the kitchen table. I found I went in the bedroom because you, I, as far as I know, you can't leave the apartment. Mm-hmm. So there's a bathroom, mm-hmm. bedroom, kitchen, and I'm not sure if there's anything else. Um, like there was a there was a little ventilation vent grate uh, in, the, in the bedroom. So like Why I, I took it off and I hid the knife in there. I'm like, oh, wow. let's see if this matters. But I couldn't make any progress in the like 20 minutes I had to play it. So yeah. I got to do. I think I did. I think I went through three, maybe four times because I got. I didn't take the whole 12 minutes each time. I would. Right. Uh, I would get killed, or you can actually, if you take a nap in your bed, that you can accelerate time. Like oh, if nice. you just want to get, oh, it just ends. If you want to, if you want to make, you want to get the 
the mystery guy to come to the front door. Oh, I see. You can move time forward that way. But this is so up my alley. It's, it's, I'm it, intrigued. You pick up items and you can use. So it's it's a lot like a a but point and click adventure game. Does anything persist between cycles? Uh, or everything I is a fresh restart. I think it's a fresh reboot every. So time. there is a hundred percent the right combination of everything I, yes. you can do in don't order to end me on that, that cycle. Okay. Yeah, don't quote me on that. Because I'm curious. You said you, they said six to eight hours and yes. it's twelve minutes, so five per hour. Yeah. Right. So there's effectively they're assuming thirty to forty cycles of playtime in this yeah. game. Yeah. Which is insane to me because how many different variables is that? Right. Yeah, it's it's wild. I love escape the room kind of games. Yeah. I had to play them all the time growing up. So this is also super up my alley. I, I, I want to figure out this mystery. I'm totally. Go. I love the idea it's an escape room, but there are actual people involved in it as well. Yes. Uh, and I should note, too, I was sent a, a very kind note by Xbox PR Ooh. after my demo. Mm-hmm. That uh, that said, so when the last time Chris Charla, the head of ID at Xbox, mm-hmm. was on this show, Miranda knows what I'm talking about, uh, he talked about a mystery game that he was super oh. excited about, that nice. like he, he had just seen that would, because I think I asked him like, oh, what's the next Cuphead, or what's the, and he's like, oh yeah, this thing, and you know, he didn't, he didn't reveal what it was, and I got the follow-up note to complete the story, it was this game. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, How long ago was that? When he was on like a, was it, it would have probably been during yeah. GDC. Mm, yeah. So maybe last year, because it wasn't March. this year. So, yeah. yeah, like so a year and three months ago, something like that. A couple um, of years in development then, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's, uh, this this is this is probably my favorite. Surprise. Total surprise yeah. of the show. Yeah, I love oh. this game. Can't wait to see more. And with that, yeah, we got to get moving because uh, I mean, Fantasy Star Online two. Oh, oh that played, was huge. For I played a lot of the people. original on the original. I didn't play it on Dreamcast. On didn't Dream- have Dreamcast, oh, but I played it on original Xbox, and I I fell so in love with that game. It's Diablo, but yeah. you know you can play online. I with, thought it was like an MMO. It's pretty Diablo-y, but okay. But it's I don't know. It's not exactly like Diablo. Mm. It's. It's you know third person over the shoulder, not like third person isometric, but so, it's yeah, like mm-hmm. the third person ARPG kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, but it's oh God, yeah, Fantasy Star Online. Uh, we got to we got to get Eric Sapp in here. Yeah, he's the he, one to talk about our, it. Our graphic, one of our graphic designers, he's already he's actually made a Japanese account so that he can play. Like apparently, <laughs> there's a build a you can man. play right now of Fantasy Star Online too. And I, I'm presuming on PC, not, not Xbox in this case. But yeah, uh, we're going to be keeping our eye on that one. And then finally, um, il- the Series 2 Elite Controller, Miranda, it finally happened. I predicted it. I'm so glad it happened. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Alan it. and James at the Elite Series 2 booth to show me the controller. Oh, nice. kind of walked me through everything. It feels so good, guys, and I'm so excited. I cannot wait to yeah. hold one of those things. The only downside is that it only comes in one color. Uh, one that is a bummer. Black. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's $180. Uh, How much was the old one? One fifty. Okay, so it's Barely. it's it's one eighty. It has an internal battery, which most people seem to be excited about. Some people are like, "Oh no," because then if that goes, then I'm out the whole darn controller, and I got to buy a new one. Which I get that. So hopefully Microsoft will do a good job on and and obviously people are super concerned about yeah. the durability. Yeah. So you know they specifically it's a lot of moving. Parts. I, I had a mm-hmm. behind closed doors demo with this, and uh, they just threw it against the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, no, but How's they did describe it. Um, so they said, you know, they re- completely redesigned the bumpers, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the, the sticks. Yeah. The, I mean, ev- pretty much everything. And then the it's a f- allegedly a forty hour duration internal battery. It can recharge in its case, kind of like the if you have the Apple the AirPods. AirPods. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and then that's USB C or something. I imagine. Yes, okay. I believe it was USB C. And so I asked, well, is the is the warranty any longer? Than the because I believe the right. original elite was just a, like a ninety day parts and labor. So it's like, hey, I know you get you guys are addressing this, and but is the warranty any longer to help assuage people's concerns? And they did confirm no, it's the same same ninety day mm. warranty. So, you know, I get that people might be skeptical. Uh, totally understand that. So we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll beat the hell out of ours when we get it I to can't review wait to it. Try the tension. Stick. Yeah, you can, where you can. Really cool. you, you twist the thumbstick and it adjusts the tension on it. Well, but you, like you know that. you got to not you not like quite that simple. You well, take it off. You take it off. There's and a tool. Then you, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. You can't. Just Sorry for oversimplifying. You're going to need <laughs> a tool that uh, it comes with. It. Comes with the controller. Mm-hmm. So, but it does feel good. It's yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. 
Yeah. <laughs> you can be at a box of them from Ikea. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you were impressed, Miranda? Yes, very. Yeah, me too. It, it's it's, it's weather ha- weighty. Yes, I was just going to say the heavy. same thing. Well, but it feels good. Like, it feels good for that. Not, yeah. It feels like... Like a good weight to it, right? Yeah, like, not yeah. too heavy. I mean, there's... That controller already makes me... I, mean, I, I can't wait to see what Sony's got for PS5, but... I think I'm going to want to play most of my video games with that controller. Oh, me too. So it's yeah. like, we already know it's forward compatible that with Scarlet. <laughs> it's yeah. Bluetooth, so uh, you, you'll be able to actually use it with xCloud on mobile phones and tablets we via Bluetooth. You also check out? Yes. Uh, we don't have time for that. that later. <laughs> we'll have to save that for next week. I wonder if that means you'll be able to use it for Stadia as well. Presumably. Yeah. Although, but Stadia's... Controller it, talks to the cloud, right. not to. So yeah. I'm curious if there's like a blue. It's a conversation for another day. We got to go, but I'm very impressed with it, and I hope Papa Ziff buys us all one for Christmas. <laughs> well, we'll get uh, at least one in for review, which yeah. I, I may pull rank on and just review that's, myself. That's, I reviewed the last, the first Elite controller. It. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, yeah, that's so happy for you, Miranda, that that Thanks. prediction finally came true. Paid off. I think it took a couple of years. Yeah, but we got there. <laughs> it's accuracy by volume. <laughs> Uh, Any so, day now. Yeah, and that's out in the fall? I think so. It's out this yeah, year, right? They yeah, they were taking pre-orders at E3, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay, there you go. So that's a good sign. All right, we'll do the loot box. We'll do Unlock Block Trivia later. I I apologize if it feels like this show is rushed. I mean, we have gone for... We're, Over an hour, fifteen minutes late. Yeah, to the we meeting. have a we have yeah. a company team uh, event to to attend here, so uh, we hit most of it. We'll we'll come up. We'll talk more about whatever was left, the leftovers next week. Cause yeah, there's not going to be much news. So. <laughs> Probably not. So, uh, thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.